Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, all right, all right. Happy Wednesday. You already know what time it is. We're back. It is SEC After Dark. It is the Week Zero edition, so we have... We have one more sleep until college football is upon us. It is a it is a special time of the year. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it is a special special time here on SEC After Dark. We are presented by Dead Soxie. Joining me, I'm Corey Burton. Joining me is Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, and Jake Thomas. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a nice wholehearted welcome back to the voice of God. It's Becky Willis. Becky, Thank say you. hello. Thank you. Welcome back. The Picks champion has graced us <laughs> with her presence. Um, so the voice of God is here. So we, we, we do enjoy that. She's going to be moderating the chat, and she's going to be kicking all of our butts in Picks. So very much. Be- Becky 316 just whooped our ass. <laughs> there goes our clean rating. There goes our clean rating. So, co champion with Jake. I gotta, you gotta keep Jake in it now. There you go. So, Thank as you, you notice, week zero is here. We're gonna finish up our team previews. Week zero. If you notice that third, what Jake was that third thing say on the on the rundown? Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Picks. <laughs> picks. Okay. Week zero picks. Right. Oh I was. I set you up, Jake. Yeah, that's might. not that's not good for the Alabama public school system. <laughs> yeah. There, we we might have One, to. Uh... Hey, I went to a I went to a two year college for five years and never passed. So unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. No, it's unbelievable because uh, I'm an idiot. Steve, let's run the show back. <laughs> let's start from the top. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, we do have the dead soxy stuff, but I do want to be. To, to let you know that we are bringing on a new sponsor to the show that is right. Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles will be yeah. our official presenter of our pick segment and yeah. we'll have a reader next week and everything will be good but they're getting some products and we're going to put them up back there and all of that stuff but it's Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles and who doesn't like a dill pickle me <laughs> Unfortunately, I See, hate pickles. I've never been a fan of them, but you throw some Cajun spices on. I might try that. that if that they send me some, I will try them, and I'll Dude. try them on air because I hate pickles, and it'll be funny. So, oh um, but gosh. like I said, we are presented by Dead Soxy, <laughs> Old Miss fans. Our friends at Dead Soxy have a unique way for you to back your favorite team by subscribing to the Old Miss. NIL socks subscription. You'll get the latest, freshest socks, and also directly support Old Miss athletics. You're not just a subscriber, but you are a member. As a member, you get perks like top priority access to new Ole Miss socks, a standing 25% discount, as uh, Steve is showing off right there, and free shipping. Plus, you score a free pair of limited edition Juice Kiffin socks when you sign up. There are no These membership are fees. Train. Those are lane train. No membership fees, no fuss. You can pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Just add a pair of NIL socks to your cart, set your delivery frequency, and you're all set. So head to deadsoxy.com now. Join the Ole Miss NIL subscription. That's deadsoxy.com. And remember, friends, stay soxy. But I would also be remiss if I didn't say we were also presented by betonline.ag. 
the number one place for all of your sports betting needs. They are also giving us our lines for, for these picks. And uh, they have everything that you could possibly want, including week zero of college football. They have Heisman futures, conference champion futures, college football playoff futures, NFL futures, which is, I think, 14 days away. Um, they have MLB going on right now, NBA and NHL. When those seasons get fired up, anything that they have, any sport that you play, they have. They also have an online casino as well. So if you like to play blackjack, slots, uh, I think they have poker. I think they have craps. I think they have all most all casino games. So if you like to play casino games, BetOnline has that as well. So head to BetOnline.ag on any device that you can get your hands on. Put in Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, for that promo code to get 50% off on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is where the game starts. So uh, I went away. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Um, now I'm the voice of God. <laughs> what? What is going on here? Yes. Yeah. Not real sure. Yeah. We okay. have, uh, we have it reached. Got, it got a little bit weird. Just give me just a second. <laughs> it got weird. So I'm, t- I'm talking through the gator. So week zero yeah. is here. We got a lot of great matchups, but uh, as Steve is getting through his uh, technical issues, Jake, why don't you tell us what Alabama's situation is going to look like? Nick Saban had a brief update on the quarterback situation. How's that going to shape up? And then tell us how the rest of the team is looking. All right, so uh, Bama this year, you know, the biggest uh, thing coming into the season is uh, the quarterback situation. Not really uh, – Saban is not really named the starter, but pretty confident Jalen Miro is going to be the one charting out with the first team uh, against Middle Tennessee State. Uh, I assume that all three quarterbacks, Ty Simpson, Jalen, and, of course, um, uh, Tyler Butner, probably see some action. Uh, as for the Texas game, you know, it remains to be seen. Um, you know, if he um, – you know, if Jalen Miller takes over and, and grabs a hold of this team and, and be the leader, then I think he could – he's the quarterback for uh, the future this season. Um, rest of the team. We're really going to rely on the running backs this year because um, and and kind of like uh, the old old style saving and and uh, Tommy Reese they really love to run the ball and they love you know, Tommy Reese loves two tight end sets so yeah. you're going to have a lot of lot of holes potentially in the offensive line to, to run through offensive line is going to be really really good a uh, lot of experience there um, one issue on the offense is wide receivers. Uh, some reports coming out of camp and they're still dropping balls, which is not great. Uh, hopefully they get all that out of their system before the season starts. Defensively, um, you know, we're turning a lot of guys. Uh, lost a couple guys in the secondary, but Kool-Aid McKinstry is probably going to be one of the best corners in the nation. He's probably going to be a top five, top ten pick this coming this coming year in the NFL. Uh, opposite of him, you may have Terry on Arnold. Or you have uh, Amos who come in uh, from Louisiana Lafayette this past season uh, to spell him uh, at, at the other corner position. Uh, inside linebackers uh, and linebackers, you know, Dallas Turner still there. Devontae Lawson come on really strong last year at inside linebacker. Uh, Trez Marshall, Corey, you know a lot about him. He's had a good yeah. fall camp. Uh, I, I, I hated to lose him. He's such yeah. a good good piece at the inside backer spot. Yeah, so he may be starting uh, – you know, I feel like the outside of the uh, loss and it may be a, a, you know, kind of a situational type for, for who's going to be in. 
Um, you got uh, Jaleel Campbell, who's really good, who can get after quarterbacks. Uh, Trez Marshall, he's had a couple of picks uh, in fall camp, so he's really coming. What do you on. have? A couple of picks. So picks. 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 So, uh, just, uh, Justin Jefferson, he showed out in A-Day. He's He can get after the ball as well. He's a really quick, shifty guy, inside linebacker. And, of course, Dallas Turner, we all know what he can do. Uh, so – you know, secondary-wise, uh, I've already talked about Kool-Aid. Uh, we got a true freshman and Caleb Downs who's going to be starting, which is phenomenal. That that kid is absolutely insane. He's really, really good. Um, and then uh, Jalen Key, who came from UAB, and Malachi Moore probably be the other star position, uh, safety position there, uh, probably splitting reps there. So, uh, overall, the team, I feel like it's going to have a – you know, if everything comes together, I feel like they can have a great season. Uh, all depends on who the QB is and if the team can rally behind him and he can make the plays when needed because eventually if they're running the ball a lot, you're going to bring eight to ten guys up in, or eight guys at least into the box to stop the run and the quarterback's going to have to make a play. So we'll see how that plays out uh, as the season progresses. Hey, Corey, um, I just got a text message from Justin Bailey, who is the Uh um, Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles proprietor. Yeah. And his message was, Corey Burton doesn't have real taste buds if he doesn't like pickles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad he's listening. Um, Yeah, I just – listen, I'll I'll tell you this. I I, I challenge you, okay? I challenge you to send me some some pickles. If you can convert me, then uh, then you'll be the hero of – the pickle business. Um, I've never liked pickles. Um, it's just something that I just don't have a taste for. Um, but I will. I'm willing to try these. So you've never had a cheeseburger in paradise? No, I've never had a cheeseburger in paradise. You never had a cheeseburger with pickles on it? No. Wow. Huh. I have, but I didn't like it. I'm with you. I, I take pickles off. Yeah, I think on a good, <laughs> good, like spicy chicken sandwich, pickles are good. But other than that, yeah. I mean, I mean, even well, this is a good hack at Chick Fil A anyway. Even if you like pickles, you order the sandwich with no pickles because you're gonna get a, you're guaranteed to get a fresh sandwich. But um, you get the pickles on the side and just put them back on there if if you want to go that route. But I just I don't know. See, I like cuc. Here's the weird part. This is where it gets weird. I like cucumbers, but I don't like pickles. They're made from pickles. I know that, but it's a, <laughs> like it's made different. from them. You know, yeah, so, it's different. Well, it's it's like the vinegar. Jake, your public school education in Alabama is just working overtime tonight. Thank you. <laughs> yes. If it makes you feel better, Corey, I'm more consistent. I don't like cucumbers or pickles. So I don't like Although, cucumbers, but I love pickles. Yeah, I I agree. I eat pickles out of the jar. Fried pickles. I, are yes, great, yeah, I'm I you love a, I uh, love a good cucumber. Like yeah. a sliced up cucumber on a salad, Oof. and. And and jalapenos, I can eat all day out of a jar too. So oh yeah, it's, like, jalapenos, it, it's yeah. not it's not the same thing as like obviously what they do with the Cajun dill pickles that Stewart's does, but like the sweet relish on a hot dog, mm-hmm. all day long. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you see, I'll because of the pickle thing, like I've I've legs, never but... tried the su- sweet relish. I, mm-hmm. I'm willing to try the sweet relish now. I, I'm kind of curious as to what that tastes like. Um, I've been kind of like I I've already decided I haven't I don't like relish but I've never had relish so I really don't truly don't know but Stuart if you if you made a uh, if you made a Cajun bell pepper 
Now you're speaking my language. They do have a lot of, um, with the pickled seasoning Mm -hmm. for um, vegetables like green beans and things like that. Okay. Okay. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. I love, I love seasoning up green beans. I love, like I could, I could cut up a, a bell pepper and just eat it, eat it. Right. Yeah. Like I don't even need any dipping sauce. Dip, yeah, we could, dip. we could, we kind of went off the rails a little bit here early, but um, <laughs> yeah. talking about pickles, yeah, but talking about pickles not, and vegetables, yeah. So, yeah. so Stuart, send me a pickle. I will try it right here on the air. I'll give you my live reaction. Um, but uh, I, I appreciate you coming on board to sponsor our picks. I really do appreciate that. Um, nonetheless, even though I'm not a pickle guy, somebody out there is. So, um, me and Jake, a lot yeah. of a lot of people out there are pickle <laughs> are pickle people. So. Uh, we will appeal to them, and uh, I will. I will certainly. I certainly have your back, Stuart. I'm sure you are. You're. You're loving every second of this. So, um, <laughs> let's. Uh, but let's just, get on with just, it. Just know, Corey, that Justin's listening. So we need to quit saying you're not a pickle guy. You're. You're now a pickle guy. I'm yes. a pickle guy. <laughs> you too, Joe. Of yeah. course, I love them. Y'all, love y'all are all pickle guys. <laughs> I'm a pickle guy. Yeah. I, I can be converted. All right, so. Uh, Jake, thanks for uh, delivering the Alabama preview there. Um, I, you know, I, I just you just worry about the quarterback situation. Are you are you at all worried about that? Not really. Really, you like Jalen Steele, then, man. I mean, I I love Jalen Milrow, and I hope I, I hope he's the one that wins the battle. To be honest with you, I, I just think yeah, the way the, the I just think the way the team's set up this year, as long as the quarterback makes the plays he's needed to make, the team's going to be all right because they're going to rely heavily on that running. Russian attack. I mean, they got five. They're five deep at running back. Well, that's true. Yeah, you just I have mean, to figure it out fast because you got Texas in the second game. You know. Yeah. Well, I would say about Texas on our show last night, we did a live show. I did some bowl predictions, and my bowl prediction for the Texas game, I don't think I don't think Alabama gives up more than twenty to Texas, and they win. All right. Defense and running game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I certainly don't hate that, but you definitely Jake, want to take the Jake, under. Jake is going straight 2010 right now. He's yeah. 2011 Bama. He's feeling himself. <laughs> I, I can see that. For, for he's uh, just like Ruben Foster's gonna walk through that up. door and it is yeah. on. Hey, you got Zone Reed, got, Power Reed, Jet Reed with Jalen Mill. Dante Hightower. Uh, yeah, we got rid of we got rid of our issues with Bill with Bill Bryan. So uh, I'm I'm ecstatic. He's on yeah. he's on cloud nine, man. So absolutely. All right, Steve. I'm I'm gonna let you do Ole Miss here in just a second, but I'm going to I'm gonna practice. Word of the day is brevity. I'm going to practice my brevity here, and I'm going to talk about LSU and, and the Bayou Bengals. Uh, current reigning family. 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 So we're going to talk about the reigning SEC West champions, uh, Brian Kelly, coming into his second year. Uh, he was 10-4 and four, uh, overall Damn a boy. year ago. He's entering his 20th year overall. Uh, he is 179-76 and 76 throughout his entire head coaching career. Um, but LSU coming back, they are they're they're building something down there, right? Uh, they've got Jaden Daniels coming back. They've got a lot of pieces coming back as well. Uh, they got to fix a little bit of special teams issues they had a year ago that had them drop the opener to Florida State, um, and then uh, they just you know again they just got to continue to gel offensively. Uh, man, it's gonna be it's going to be a little bit better because you have a lot of the nucleus coming back. So um, the running game definitely has to improve. But Jaden Daniels has bulked up a little bit. 
Um, he's coming back. He had over 2,900 yards last year, so he looks to be with 17 touchdowns and just three interceptions. So he's looking to build upon a successful 2022 season. The running backs, it's going to be up to them, man. Josh Williams and Noah Kane, they're solid. They average 5.4 yards a carry, but they're going to have to step that up, right? They're going to have to be more consistent and come up bigger and bigger moments. Uh, Logan Diggs is somebody that transferred in from uh, Notre Dame. He's going to be uh, he's going to be added to the mix to give them hopefully a uh, three headed monster. So, Keishon Booty, he gone. So Malik Neighbors, um, he's going to have to step up too. He had seventy two catches for thousand seventeen, but if they want to take that next step, he's going to have to push that to twelve, thirteen, fourteen, maybe even fifteen hundred yards, and he's going to find the end zone a lot more if LSU is going to have the season that they want to have. Mason Taylor, tight end. Uh, He'll be uh he coming off a really good true freshman season with 38 catches, had three touchdowns himself. Uh, so this offense is going to be rocking and rolling. They got plenty of weapons. We'll see what they have up front. Um, I, I think they should be pretty solid up front as well. They always are for some reason. Uh, they can. There's a lot of big offensive linemen down there in state of Louisiana, so they always yeah. they always do well up front. Defensively, for the Tigers, go Tigers. Uh, the defense, uh, they they can't they can't they didn't get in the backfield enough, right? Uh, their run defense was spotty at best. They allowed 31 points or more in five of its last seven games of the SEC season. That's not good. Um, but they have six six three hundred ten pound Mason Smith, um, who was suspended the first game. Suspended yeah. the first game, so mm-hmm. that's not good. Um, but. <laughs> If the, but over the long haul, if he's if they're going to be successful, they're going to have to be successful up front with Mason Smith. Um, he missed most of last season towards ACL. He's suspended anyway. Um, BJ Ojolari and Ali Gay are. I think they gone, right? They gone. So mm-hmm. they're going to have to figure out what happens with that. Savion Jones is one of the new top pass rushers. Um, he's going to have to have a big year. Ov Oghofu. Transfer in from Texas, Braden Swinson from Oregon and Paris Shand from Arizona will all be rotational guys to fill in the spots that Ojolari and Gay uh, left uh, when they left for the NFL. So uh, the defense has a lot cut out for it. Um, the linebacking core, inside linebacking uh, core, that's going to be their best unit on the defensive side of the ball. Perkins, um, he can work inside out. He plays sideline to sideline. He's a special as they come, Omar Spates will get into whatever Perkins doesn't. Um, so their they're, they're linebackers are going to be working. Uh, secondary is going to be great. They're they're always pretty good. Uh, Zai Alexander is looking to have a big season. He transfers in from Southeast Louisiana. So if you haven't caught if you haven't caught the drift yet, uh, LSU has a lot of transfers. So we're going to see kind of how that works out as far as continuity goes, as far as guys coming in and gelling as a unit. That's usually your biggest problem when you have a lot of transfers is they don't necessarily know how to play with each other. And practice is one thing, games are another. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all of these transfers. However, here's what needs to happen. They need to run the ball well, okay? Whether it's through the quarterback, whether it's uh, Noah Kane, Williams, whoever, they need to run the ball. They need to be more consistent running the ball. That's how you win in this league. Defensively, they're going to have to get to the backfield. They're going to have to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks. They didn't do that enough. They didn't do that enough against Georgia. Georgia cut them up. They didn't do that enough against some of their other opponents. They cut them up. They had a barn burner with Alabama. Um, they had a they had a nice little uh, 
welcome to welcome to the SEC with uh with Ole Miss where they kind of burst onto the scene really like LSU was kind of okay and then they beat the crap they beat Alabama and they beat the crap out of uh well they pulled away from Ole Miss really uh, it was a tight game for a little while but um second half was terrible second half was terrible for 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 Ole Miss uh Steve you'll talk about that here in a second their key game obviously at Alabama November 4th that'll be one to watch here um, their their best player is obviously Mason Smith and Harold Perkins. Those are the two best, followed by Jason Daniels. Jason Daniels, Jaden Daniels. The words are tough tonight. Sometimes I get sometimes I get trying to talk too fast. Like I think brevity just means hey, say a lot and talk faster. Words sometimes are tough. No, you, sometimes you I me. don't talk good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes sometimes I don't talk good, and I need to go to the center for kids who don't read good. <laughs> so uh, LSU fun facts. They. Uh, they allowed 45 sacks and they only made 29 for uh, so punt return average. They allowed 10.9 yards per return and they only gained 3.3 yards per return. So special teams were truly special uh, fumbles uh, opponents. They were able to, uh, they were able to force 24 fumbles with uh, only l- losing 11 and LSU had 16 fumbles losing 12. Over under on the win total is nine and a half. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, my bold prediction, this is going to be bold, Jake, but I think they have a chance to repeat as West champions. You suck. <laughs> I think they have a chance here. So um, maybe, maybe uh, Alabama could prove me wrong. Hopefully for you, for your sake, Jake. But I, I just I, I think they have a lot that's lined up. I mean, for a lot of reasons that they did it uh, last year. But it's going to come down to November fourth. If they can win November fourth, they got it. They have a chance. You know what I find interesting about that game? Both Alabama and LSU have the week before that off. They are going to be rested. It's going to be a good game. That, they, they've done that for about a decade. Honestly. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's that's always been a good it. game. It's always yeah. been a good game yeah. for the most part. I mean, that's going to be fun. So that's the that's the reason Ole Miss and LSU can't have Halloween. <laughs> that that uh, game can't okay. be scheduled on Halloween. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they have to have it off. Okay. Well, there you go. So Steve, <laughs> Ole Miss right. is not set up bad either. Huh? So Corey's word was brevity. I, I guess my word is extreme brevity. Um, extreme. That well, no, because this is Ole Miss, man. Take your time. Yeah. So um, we gonna win. Which team in the country has the most players on the watch list for the Senior Bowl? Ole Miss. Georgia. Ole Miss. Ole Miss is the only one that has Vanderbilt. 20 players. <laughs> oh. 20 players on the watch list for the senior ball. 12 really? on defense. I think Tennessee defense. has 20 seniors in our secondary. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, Tennessee has <laughs> Not 19, on the watch by the way. Tennessee is second, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but 12 is on defense for Ole Miss and eight is on offense. Of course, that doesn't include Quinshawn or any of their hotshot freshmen or Jackson Dart or any of those. So that gives you an idea of the talent that Ole Miss actually has on their roster currently. Now, I have them predicted predicted to go nine and three this year. Um, if you look at the ESPN FPI game by game, Ole Miss is over a sixty percent favorite in nine out of twelve games. The three that they're not: Georgia, LSU, Alabama, and they're not uh, in those games below um, or above a forty percent probability of winning that. So there's not even a toss-up really on Ole Miss's schedule. You have Jackson Dart, who everybody assumes is going to be the quarterback at Ole Miss. 
You have a situation with Spencer Sanders. I think Spencer Sanders was brought in that if Jackson Dart didn't improve from last year and in the spring did kind of the same thing, Spencer Sanders was there as kind of an insurance policy. Um, that didn't happen. Jackson Dart really cranked it up. He did the things that he was supposed to do, and he's kind of run away with this job, in my opinion. Of course, Quinchon Judkins, he's the best running back in the country. I don't want to hear anything from Arkansas fans about that. He just is. Um, and wide receiver is where it kind of gets a little bit interesting. You have Trey Harris, who has a chance to be just a monster. He has a chance to be that typical Ole Miss Laquan Treadwell type wide receiver on the outside. I mean, it, it, he's just a monster. You have Zachary Franklin, who at UTSA basically rewrote the record book. You have Aiden Williams, who is a true freshman. He legitimately might start. And people talk all the time about how I haven't seen freshmen like this before. There's two freshmen that Ole Miss have, and we'll talk about the other one in just a second. This absolutely special. They return everybody on the offensive line. They have two top 10 pro prospects playing tight end. Defensive line, they go three deep. Like, this is ridiculous. Ole Miss legitimately has more talent than than they have had in my lifetime. And you get to the linebacker position, they get small. And and Jake probably understands this. Um, Pete Golding prefers undersized linebackers that can run. Um, But one of those is Suntarian Perkins. He's a true freshman, Army All-American. He... I don't care about stats or whatever, but when I saw them play real football in that game, he was the best player on the field. Um, Pete Golden said he was the best linebacker in the country. We'll be able to see how much playing time he has. Now, the question marks that I have for this Ole Miss team is back in the secondary, the safety position um, in general. If there's going to be a problem, it's probably going to be that safety position, and the other one is their punting game. Now, I realize that they don't punt very much, but – there's a situation if you you punt the ball for 32 yards a kick and you're not getting it up at 45, 46, that's hidden yardage and that's basically a first down that you are granting to the opposing team. So Ole Miss has to punt the ball when they punt it well. Now, overall, I think this Just offense has it. a chance. Yeah, <laughs> overall, I think, this, I think this offense has a chance to be what Tennessee was last year. I think this defense has a chance to be top 30 to top 50. And if that happens, Ole Miss is going to win nine or ten ball games. And if I say 10 ball games, you know what that means. That means they either beat Georgia, Alabama, or LSU. And I don't know which one it'll be. Right now, my money is probably on that LSU game, but Alabama, That's- that game has a chance to get pretty squirrely as well. Yeah, I think both of those games. I, I just think there's so much uncertainty with with LSU uh, in, in some spots. Like if you can if you can stop the run against LSU, you'll be successful. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing y'all have depth, though. Y'all have got a couple of rough runs here of games. Yeah. At Alabama, then LSU and Arkansas come to town. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Then you got Texas A&M and Georgia right there with Auburn right not long before it's it. It's Georgia's first tough game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah please, please don't put Auburn in that category. Yeah, please. I'm just talking about yeah. in that whole stretch, you know, okay. mixed in there. I, I mean, but I you know what – We also have Vanderbilt. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Auburn Vanderbilt, A and M, and Georgia. There you go. You also know what kind of voodoo magic that Hugh Freeze and Auburn and that whole yeah. thing. Uh, Auburn plays Ole Miss. Oh, I think um, Auburn plays um, Georgia, Texas A and M, and then LSU, and then they get Ole Miss. 
So hopefully, for your sake, we can go ahead and break them for you from the jump. Yeah. Michael Specs is in the chat. He's he's ready for picks. Yep. He knows they're coming. Hell yeah. Cassie uh, said, how do you have a long sleeve shirt on, Stephen? Yeah, I'm in Florida, too. So Yeah, exactly. I've got really good air conditioning. That's how I do, Cassie. <laughs> Lucky. We don't. It was 80 degrees in my house today when I got home. See, Cassidy, I'll give you a little secret from the coaching world here. Um, when you when you're outside and you're and your coach wear like a white uh, dry fit long long sleeve shirt, so that you really cook up the sweat, so that anytime there's a slight breeze, it cools you right off. Yeah, and also if you're outside, especially down here in Florida where it's hot, as I mean, the whole South would be the thing. They have those roofers long sleeve hoodies that is made of like basically paper thin material that's really good against the sun and they'll save you on sunblock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those like those thin long sleeve hoodies. Mm-hmm. Those are nice too. Ah, the the Becky Cassidy no. connection is back. Yeah. <laughs> the, the voice two, of God is the two is, producers. <laughs> yeah. They are pro producers. All right, so um, that's our team previews. That wraps it up. You can, uh, I have started uploading the individual team previews on the audio side. So if you want the broken out team previews, make sure you visit our podcast channels. Uh, that is a special just to the audio side. So if you want to, if you want to listen to those previews, uh, catch them right there. I'm going to upload, uh, I'm going to back backlog, uh, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee and uh, South Carolina. I've, I've actually already done South Carolina. Um, I'm gonna do from two weeks ago. I'm gonna do do what we uh, previewed. So it'd be Auburn, Georgia, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Um, I'm gonna upload those, and then I'll upload the ones from tonight as well. So uh, that's just an exclusive on the audio side of of our show. Yeah, Steve. I kind of wish you had mentioned the whole senior bowl watch list. It's kind of depressing seeing how many people we're going to lose after this year. Yeah. And you look at, you look at old Mrs. List. It's all transfers. Well, several of these are transfers, but they're still going to be starters for us this year. Yeah. Have you guys seen the ones again? Have you guys seen the clip? Speaking of like losing seniors, have you guys seen the clip of Matt rule at Nebraska? It's floating around on social Mm -hmm. media. Everyone's like gushing over. Everybody's like, "Oh, this is so awesome!" Like Matt Rule, yeah. So what he did was like he had he had his offense lined up on one side, he has defense lined up on the other, and he's talking to him about the importance of scout team. And he's like, "Listen, it's important for scout team." He goes, "You know what? First offense, get out there. Give me eleven personnel. First offense, get out there." He goes, "If you're a senior, walk out, walk off." And he made the point that like he was making the point that like those guys are going to have to be replaced at some point. And if you're dicking around on the stout team, you're not going to get any better, and you're not going to be in that spot. Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. It was actually pretty good. Got to keep motivated, hungry. Yeah. And then uh, have you seen? Have y'all seen the new uh, Swamp Kings? Y'all watch that? No. no. I haven't watched it either, but from what I've heard. It is a doozy. Then why'd you bring it up? He didn't watch yeah. it either. I didn't know. If, I didn't know if you guys I, I, would watch I, I, I only would watch that to see Tebow cry. <laughs> yeah. Or to see how bad uh, of a scumbag Urban Meyer is. Yeah, yeah, really. You had Urban Meyer, Aaron Hernandez, and Tim Tebow. 
with some weird dynamics on that thing. Literally, <laughs> literally, Urban Meyer had the angel and the devil on his shoulders. <laughs> right. That's the closest to that as possible. Urban yeah. was the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then what was Aaron Hernandez? I don't know. Something, whatever's beyond, whatever's beyond that. Even the devil's like, geez, I'm not messing with that guy. <laughs> He's like, mm. Well, um, anyway, have y'all seen the Manziel really one? No, we, we we haven't watched any of them, Corey. Okay, I'm just asking. Have Steve. watched what? I'm just asking. Johnny Football. Basically, yeah. everybody's making fun of those documentaries because there's no new information in them. Right. Those untold thing has uh, actually been all told. Well, it's like <laughs> that. I didn't know though, so yeah, it's completely told. Do your research, yeah. champ. So um, we need to get to mm, yeah, picks. That. Oh, picks, yes. Picks. Let's get to what Michael Specs from, has been waiting the, for. Yeah, from the Good Stewart's picks. Cajun Dill Pickles presenting <laughs> week zero picks. Presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Did I get that mm-hmm. title right? Yeah, I I'm think gonna, so. I'm probably going to screw that up a couple times. Do not uh, say what I'm thinking. Justin's going to get us the stuff, and we're going to proudly display them during picks because picks is, you know, I might be jealous. uh, I might be, I don't know, biased about it, but I think it is our best segment. Oh, it is definitely our best segment. Mm -hmm. It's fun, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. It is is a lot of fun. So let's kick. We got all the sponsors now, by the way. We're, we're, get, we're getting there. We got three so far. We're we're, we're getting mm-hmm. there. We're we're moving <laughs> on up like the Jeffersons. All right. So shall we get into picks. our picks? All right. So here's how. Here's in case you are new to us. Here's how the picks work. We start. Uh, we go in order and we shift the order every week. So Steve, you'll go first, followed by me, Jeb, Jake, and Becky. And the next week, I'll go first. Let, let's Steve split that and let back. Becky go first this week. Yeah. Okay, we'll go reverse order then. So mm-hmm. Becky, Jake, Jeb, myself, and then Steve, you'll go last. Does that sound good to everybody? Yes, and feel free to play along in yeah. the chat. Yes, play along in the chat. Uh, you can test yourself against us, which if you tested yourself against me at the tail end of last season, probably wasn't difficult to beat me because I, I came limping in. So, however, we kick this thing off, Becky, in Dublin, Ireland. You have Navy versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is 20 and a half point favorites across the pond. Becky. What's up, guys? It's nice to be back finally. Hello, Becky. Yeah. Yay. I feel like it's a little bit of cheating making me go first because y'all are just going to copy my picks since we all know uh, they're going to be correct. Hence so, the Alabama of picks. Yeah, why, why, why would I not copy them? <laughs> Well, anybody that's foolish enough to pick the pumpkin spice brigade over the midshipmen are crazy pants. We're going navy brigade. all day, every day. Pumpkin spice brigade. That's so good. How did? Okay, how do we get there? Tell me, you don't look at Notre Dame and just think everybody on that campus is lined up for the next pumpkin spice whatever they're putting out this fall. You just, you you just have 100% Rudy, Notre Dame. You've just been watching Rudy too much and seeing those scenes where he's walking through campus in the fall. So I guess Rudy. you got that on my... It's the pumpkin spice. That's so good. God, I love it. So you're picking Navy. Navy, all day, every day. All right. Navy plus 20 and a half. Jake. I'm actually going Navy as well. I don't know much about Navy. I just know that their offense is always tricky to. They got a uh, offense coordinator. 
Yeah, well, they're always tricky to 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 stop. They still do the triple option crap, and yeah. and all that. So, and they will run a lot of time off the clock with the with the time clock, the game clock moving. Uh, so they may run eight nine minutes off if they if they keep moving the ball. So, I don't see how Notre Dame gets that twenty and a half. So I'm picking Navy. Yep. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm going to agree. I'm, I'm sticking with Navy too, just because of the same deal. I just think Navy is one of those teams that's. Notre Dame's not used to dealing with, and I I've, mm-hmm. I know Tennessee has had that same problem with with teams like that. And when we're just not used to that triple option, it makes it hard to actually mm-hmm. contain it. Navy, I think Notre Dame will win probably by at least fourteen points, but right. I just feel like maybe cover that spread just enough. It'll be like fourteen to seventeen point spread, just enough just to break some people's nah, hearts. Nah, guys, hey, I, I, even I twenty just, will win it. So <laughs> I would so love the pumpkin spice brigade to 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 just go right down. Uh, like they did against Marshall last year, but I just don't think that happens. I don't know how. I don't know if you guys know how bad Navy is right now. Navy is Navy. I think finished dead last in the American a year ago. They don't return much. They got a new offensive coordinator, which it's the same system, but like when you new look head at coach, the, right? Yeah, new head coach as well. Um, mm-hmm. So when when but when you look in that system and the variations, it might as well be a brand new offense. Um, so they're learning a new way of doing things. Uh, this will be the first time they haven't had Ken Niamatololo in probably one and a half or two decades. So I'm picking Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to get up on them quick. They're going to stay up on them, and there's not a whole lot Navy's going to be able to do about it. I hope, some, I hope some Navy SEALs don't come to your house and not Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I agree patriotic. with Corey there. <laughs> they will probably um, say, I agree, even though we're badasses, our football team is just not there yet. <laughs> I, I, I do think it's hilarious that the fight in Irish is going to Ireland to where that is probably a racist statement <laughs> um, to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. Extremely derogatory. And that's a bad honor. Yeah, about? that's – <laughs> yeah, I, I do think Notre Dame is going to so win by each other. three touchdowns. I think Sam Hartman at quarterback is going to be a little bit too much for that's, the Navy yeah, midshipmen. Yeah, that's just I don't know. Navy I'm might be jet lagged, and for the Navy, that's just a normal Tuesday, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> Travel all over the world. They, they don't care. They, they swam. They swam to the game. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. All right, Becky. The minors of the University of Texas El Paso are, are one and a half point favorites at Jacksonville State. And I believe Jacksonville State's making their FBS debut. Becky. All right. So UTEP is predicted to win by one and a half. Is that the? That is right. They are the favored line. Is that what you just by, Yeah. So it's pretty much a pick them. Well, fun fact. I learned today that Jacksonville State is not in Florida. So no. apparently <laughs> they're in Alabama school. Yep. They're in Alabama. Um, they're they're Eastern yeah. Alabama. No, nah, they got. No, we're just going to go UTEP. <laughs> all right <laughs> brevity they're See? actually in eastern alabama <laughs> instead of west georgia so okay got it yeah yeah, yeah. we claim them not Auburn. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> nice. so uh yeah i'm picking jasper stay got to stick uh with the home team and uh you know they're they're going to they're going to struggle a little bit but i mean this is a toss-up it, you know and i don't know much about utep i know they've had some good years and had some bad years, but you know, I feel like Jasper State making their debut, they're going to be up and ready to show that hey, we belong in FBS. So I feel like, you know, I feel like they can squeak out a win, maybe by like a field goal. 
Okay, Jeb. Uh, yeah, with this one, I mean, UTEP's not just – they've never been like great school. They're, they're okay, kind of down the middle of the road. I don't know that much about Jacksonville State with this being their, their first year up here in FBS. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I want to see how they do. But uh, I decided to go with Jacksonville State. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Line, I mean, here's the thing: Jacksonville State it, it was a was a really strong FCS program. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and the history states that strong FCS programs usually do pretty well in their jump to FBS. James Madison uh, is is the latest example. Coastal. That Apple, like Coastal Appalachian mm-hmm. State have all been good uh, since they made jump since they made their jumps. Georgia Southern has been pretty good since they made their jump. They had a slight rough patch but they that they're they're relatively pretty good uh georgia state has been bowling since they uh since they made the jump yeah. so there's been history of these of these strong fcs programs making a, a successful first jump i don't think utep is that good so i think jacksonville state at home is going to win this game and they're and we also had former jacksonville state slash former georgia quarterback christian lemay on our show uh back in the spring so nice Go Gamecocks. <laughs> to me, U- UTEP is known for two things. That Whenever I think of UTEP, I think of two things. And first of all, it's Tim Hardaway and the UTEP two-step. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that from the killer crossover? Yeah. And um, also Mike Price coach there. And yeah. c- coming to Alabama, that, that could be extremely um, relevant. Um, I do think Jacksonville State in their first game – and FBS is going to be able to pull it out. I think Rich Rod, who is the coach at Jacks Mill State, mm-hmm. he has oh. his particular type yeah. athletes that oh. like to run the football that cause a little bit of trouble running the ball. So fact. I think I think they'll be able to actually make make enough plays and take this pick them and turn it around on them. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. We got we got a minor and and uh, and three gamecocks. By, by the way. Real quick, did y'all see what Joey said in the chat? We're gonna be the pickle pickers. Pickle yeah. pickers. That was like that reminded me when I was like thirteen. Uh, <laughs> sounds it sounds dirty. All right, so uh, uh, we might our next game. Oh. Yeah. Our our next game, UMass at New Mexico State. New Mexico State is six and a half point favorites at home. That game is on ESPN. Becky. Instant classic, right? The mass holes versus the cacti, I'm assuming they are. They're the Aggies. Oh, of, obviously. Of course. Um, I'm going mass holes. <laughs> All right. The, the mass holes versus the Walter Whites. I'm going with New Mexico State. Um, I am doing a friend. I've still got the old NCAA 13 game. I've been playing it a lot. Sort of dynasty, but in that dynasty, UTEP or not UTEP, but UMass has only won like ten games, and I'm like ten or six years into my my dynasty, so they're not a good team. I don't think they've improved much. So, so New Mexico State, game. yeah. So New Mexico State all day. Jeb, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. UMass has just been terrible recently, so I, I think they might have won what one game last year. I, <laughs> right. I, I, I can't really pick them anything. Now, New Mexico State started off horribly. They kind of finished stronger. I'm just going to hope they ride that finish into a new season, and I'm going to take them those points. Yeah, this is going to be a good game between two pretty bad teams. I don't know how bad or how good New Mexico State's going to be. I know New how Mexico bad State UMass went to a bowl is. Last year, they I know how, bowl. but and I know how bad strong, UMass but... is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I know how bad UMass is. So for that yeah. reason and that reason alone, give me the Aggies minus six and a half. Yeah, and it's crazy to think of the fact that the Aggies are a six point favorite over air, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah. But they're 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 that against <laughs> UMass. So I'm going with New Mexico State. Jerry Kill, yeah. the um the coach, uh, he, he's doing good things in New Mexico. And by the way, fun fact. UTEP and New Mexico State are like 60 miles from each other playing in week zero oh, against cool. different teams. Oh, nice. <laughs> of course. Nice. Yeah. UTEP's traveling, though. It'd be, it'd be, be a hell of a yeah. thing if they were hosting both of them. So, speaking of hosting uh, in that part of the country, San Diego State, two and a half point favorites at home as they host the Bobcats of Ohio. Rare. That game I've, will be played honestly, on FS1 got nothing for this ohio is just about as milk toast as you can possibly get so uh, i'm gonna go with san diego state the aztecs all right jake becky i agree with you uh assets a really really good strong football team uh so i i just don't don't see how they lose this game uh against ohio so i'm, I'm picking san diego state jeb yeah i i just and I don't know that much about either team. I just go with San Diego, San Diego State as being a better team because it's in a better conference. And they do pretty well in that conference. Ohio's not bad, but I couldn't really tell you enough about it to tell you I really think a win. With it being this close of a line, I'm just going to go with uh, San Diego State to, to win that outright. Guys, Ohio is one of the favorites to win the MAC conference. So, um, Validatorian in summer school. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> San Diego State. impressed with that? <laughs> well, they're both they're both G they're both G five. So, I mean, we're, we're they SEC did well last year. We're not so. impressed by anything. So, yeah, yeah. Ohio is a strong G five team. Uh, they are. So I'll take them and the plus two and a half to uh, to not only cover, but they're going to win this thing outright. Give me the Bobcats. Nice. I'm going with San Diego State um, for whatever reason. I don't know. I do like Snapdragon Stadium, the new stadium in San Diego, and that's going to be the home yeah. of the new MLS team whenever it gets done as well. It, it's pretty nice. It's not quite Jack Murphy Stadium and the Marshall Falk age of San Diego State. But, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Um, they, they play pretty well, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Aztecs in that game. The fighting <laughs> Rashad Pennies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our next game, a game that I'm probably going to be attending. I'm going to be sitting huh? amongst the rubble. Uh, Hawaii comes <laughs> yeah. to town, comes to Nashville to play Vandy. Vandy is 17 and a half point favorites. How they're uh, that big of favorites over anybody is beyond me. Poor Hawaii. How, however, <laughs> yeah, exactly. However, Becky, who do you have? I honestly can't believe there's a scenario where I'm going to say this, but the Commodores, they're going to just smash the ukuleles and make them sorry. <laughs> Probably Becky, about twenty four points. Becky, it's I, I knew it was going to be hard to top the the pumpkin spice brigade, but that's good. That was, that was pretty good. Wait, are you are you saying that they're not the ukuleles? They are the ukuleles. <laughs> okay, okay. That's I'm, not, they are now. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you came out so strong with the pumpkin spice brigade that that you you set the bar high for yourself. They do look like a group of people that would be in line for the nearest next pumpkin pumpkin spice thing. Yeah, I mean, Becky nailed that. Mm -hmm. She did. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that either. I'm yeah. not saying she did nail it. I'm saying she came out hot. <laughs> she started strong, Jake. Yeah. I am picking, if you saw our pits, 
Anchor down, Jeb. Hmm. <laughs> Jeb, we know who you're picking. Uh, yeah, well, Vandy, I look, in the SEC, they're not going to do well. Be outside the SEC, uh, come Homer. on, Hawaii's terrible. Uh, they're just, I think they, they probably Hawaii, would like, beat Tennessee by 10 points. Yeah, shut up. 14. <laughs> they may only <laughs> score 10 points, but – they still no. win ten to nothing. Yeah, no, Tennessee's not score not gonna score less than twenty five in any game this season. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh wait, 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 wait. Outside of Georgia. It, is what? Anthony Richardson Jr. the quarterback? Yeah. What the Joe Milton has been amazing this this offseason. Hey, did he you hear just... he can throw a tennis ball ninety yards? Yeah. Hey, was there a receiver on the roof? Oh, okay. yeah. he has not thrown yeah. an interception the entire camp. Not How bad is your defense then? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> have they, have That's they not the point. <laughs> are they only doing routes on, on the air? wrong part? Stop focusing on that part. <laughs> are they only doing routes on air? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say anybody caught the ball. I'm just saying there was a, nobody no, could get to it at all. So. Joe Milton yeah. does not like throwing passes in their right. stadium. Right. This uh, is a proven fact. Uh, <laughs> he's the only one who didn't want to throw anything that night. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Vandy. I mean, it's just Hawaii's yes. pitiful. They're, they're, they're just pitiful. Terrible. I mean, I and and I'm a big AJ AJ Swan fan. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think Vandy's going to do some good things, uh, and that's going to start this week against Hawaii. Yeah, I think Will Shepard's going to play in the league. They do need to find a running back. I do think that um, Vandy is going to have no problem um, beating Hawaii. Um, by more than 17 and a half points. This could be like a 55 to 10 type game. Although last Vandy, was, um, last year they need to be that. careful not to wander into um, the construction zones whenever you score a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Don't trip up. Look, don't don't get there. to me. If you get to me over in the rubble, you're, uh, you've are you gone too far. So, Corey, you're going to be one of the 40 fans there. <laughs> yeah. We'll be able to pick you out on yeah. TV. Me and Matt yeah. Perkins will be fan number 39 and 40. There you go. The question so, is, will will Vanderbilt sell out a game this year? Yes. <laughs> yes, because that's not going to take much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 28,000 people. Uh, get and there's no Tennessee. That. There's no Ole Miss. Yeah. There is Georgia. I don't think – is Georgia in Nashville? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll sell that out. There is Georgia. They will sell that out. That's not yeah. what a couple hours They absolutely will. Might not be enough uh, very many Vandy fans there, but yeah. Well, we didn't say who they were, who the people were going to root for. I thought, for. They, I thought they were going to sell out homecoming because that's just a grudge match. This is a chance for Vandy to have the all-time series against the Auburn Tigers in yes. their favor. Yes. Steve, you're really working on Auburn fans hating you. You're doing a good job, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. It is. Our next game, San Jose State. The Fighting Spartans. They're the Spartans, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. San, San Jose State travels down the road to LA to take on USC, the real Nobody's USC. Nobody's going to see it. Fight on. Um, USC, <laughs> 30 and a half point favorites. That is Becky. a stupid spread. <sighs> 30 and a half points. Uh, Trojans are going to be like angry skipping back into the locker room. They're not winning this one. Angry <laughs> skipping. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're picturing it, aren't you? Meet the Spartans. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry. Right. Sorry. I love it. Uh, I think uh, Caleb Williams probably scored 30, 30 points in the first quarter against San Jose State. I mean, he is the, probably, yeah. I mean, he's 
future Heisman. He's probably Heisman hopeful. He's probably going to win the Heisman this year if they have a Again. good season. They, yeah, they need to so. score 59 points, though, because that defense at USC is charming extra soft. They brought that with them from Oklahoma. Yeah, it <laughs> is. And San Jose State – it's not really saying much, but I mean they had a chance to beat Auburn last year, which they're again sporty. They didn't say much. So they're they're sporty. Yeah. So, but I just USC is too talented offensively, and San Jose State's defense is not that great. So I think Heather Williams just trashes them all all game. All right. Yeah. I uh, Jeb. I'm on something. No, out. no. I'm I'm going with USC. I don't like the size of the spread, but USC is just going to be good this year, and I. That's my other problem. Too. I really like San Jose State too as a team. I think they're going to be solid. So that makes me like that's the reason I hesitate. But but USC, I, I just think their offense is going to put up some big numbers against teams like San Jose State. So I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, I feel like USC has this weird chip on their shoulder where they're like, "We're going to the Big Ten. We got to show out." And yeah. Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. We got to show out. And I think that's why they're going to just run it up on poor San Jose State. Um, so I, I, this is a stupid spread. If it was any other team, I probably wouldn't pick it. But yeah. uh, this is I'm, I'm taking the Trojans here. Yeah, this game is a um, tree falling in the woods type situation because it's on the Pac-12 network, and who knows how to see that. So did it? Is this game actually going to happen, or are they just going to make up some score at the end of it? Right. Uh, I mean, nobody's going to know what happens either way. Though I think USC is probably going to score enough to cover that 30 point line 30 and a half mm-hmm. um our next game fiu the panthers at louisiana tech louisiana tech at home is 11 point favorites that game is on cbs sports network becky okay so what i'm hearing from this is like the what fancy frat boys versus the crawl daddies i'm guessing <laughs> and my money is always gonna be on the crawl daddies out in the mud handling Fan- business fancy frat boys <laughs> i don't know if there's fancy frat boys at uh at fiu i think they're like they're in miami maybe yeah because you know the further south colors, you go in all Florida, in pastels yeah little that's... khaki short shorts they're fancy frat boys and the crawl daddy's gonna whoop them crawl daddies <laughs> All right, Jake. Uh, so I actually did a little bit of research on this game. I don't know why it just caught my eye. So uh, one Hell fun, yeah. couple of fun facts I found about this game: uh, FIU won in overtime last year against La Tech. I know it's at home, but they did win in overtime. And this year, La Tech's uh, their their number one uh, running back is out for this game. So he averaged 155, or he had 155 yards and two touchdowns in that game last year against. FIU. So without a rushing attack, you know, it's going to, going to be hard to, you know, to, to get a lot of touchdowns. I feel like in this game, uh, it kind of favors FIU and they already have the win over them last year in overtime. So, and that was, I think it was like a, like a seven point, maybe been a three point game, but so, I mean, these games are really, really close. So 11 points is the big spread in this game. Jeb. And actually I kind of felt the same way. I felt like, because neither of these teams are very good, but I felt like they were kind of evenly matched. So I just I think I was picking on the spread and just went with FIU to cover the spread. Yeah, I think when you look at Mike McIntyre, he's in his second year. Um, he's been a really good coach. He he did he did pretty good at, at uh, Colorado. I think some of I think his overall record um, doesn't really reflect um, how good of a coach he is because he's been in some really rough situations. Um, FIU was. <laughs> Probably one of the roughest situations he took over for. Um, Louisiana Tech's not that good either. 
Um, so the crawl daddies and the Panthers aren't good. So uh, my rule of thumb is if both teams are bad and you got a double digit line, take the dog. So I'm taking the dog here. FIU. I think, I think Louisiana tech wins it, but they don't cover. So give me the points. I like, I like, um, Sonny Cumbie. I like what Louisiana tech is building. That program is kind of growing. So we'll be able to see maybe if they they have a quarterback that can run their system. Trey Harris was there. He transferred to Ole Miss. How did they replace him? I do think that they will be able to win because FIU is the poorest FBS school in the country. Uh, really? it, you would, yeah, you would not think that it, it feels yeah. like it would be a hoity toity type school, but it is the poorest FBS school in the country. I, I remember uh, watching video, it's been several years ago, but I remember seeing, I think, uh, La Tech was playing Mississippi State and La Tech like had like an 80 yard fumble that pushed them all the way back. And it's like they were, they goal. were, they were third and goal from the, <laughs> yeah. from the minus seven. Yeah, yeah. I've seen <laughs> that. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, the minus seven. That was hilarious. It's impressive. <laughs> and they just kept kicking it down the field. It was pretty funny. And yeah. Steve, you, 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 it's really surprising that Ole Miss got a uh, transfer quarterback. I would have never guessed that. So, what? What? <laughs> our last game. Yeah, sarcasm. Uh, our last game, Kent State traveling to Steve, your, you and Becky and Jeb's neck of the woods, Orlando, uh, to take on. UCF, UCF is 35-point favorites. 35 points, that's silly. It's my understanding, too, that Kent State doesn't even have a mascot, which I think is kind of sad, and it bums me out. So I think flashes. Sure, Corey, that sounds super reasonable. Um, So I'm going to throw my support behind Kent State. They're going to surprise UCF, and they're going to lose by less than 14. Okay. The golden flashes. Yeah. Do not call them Central Florida. <laughs> Don't do it. Are we allowed to call Central Florida by a nickname anymore? Or do we have to just say the University of Central Florida? I think you have to yeah. refer to them as national champion, 2017 national champion, Central Florida, Golden mm-hmm. University of Central Florida, Golden Knights. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Basically, the world of Game of Thrones is more real than that national championship. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, Jake, how do you see this game? Uh, I think UCF is, is going to win big. Uh, Nick Saban is not coaching Kent State anymore, so that, that's a big negative was on he, them. Was he, was he ever and, coaching Kent State? Yeah, he was at Kent State. He might have played there, but anyway. He played there. He didn't ever coach yeah, there. Nick, Toledo. Yeah, Nick Saban is not coming man. through that door. So uh, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, and and then they had that coach, uh, old Malzahn, who the Gus bus, apparently the wheels are, are on down here at Central Florida, or UCF, my bad. So, yeah, you do not yeah, do not yeah. do that. You yeah, did. Yeah. They, you just they, lost this t- ten yeah, listeners. That, yeah. They will fight <laughs> you over that. <laughs> so, By the way, uh, John Rice Plumley okay. plays for Central Florida. Oh, right. I did it again. Yes. Um, <laughs> he plays the piano. <laughs> all right. So UCF all day. UCF. Okay. Yeah. Jeb? Yeah. No, I agree. This is another one where I I just don't mm-hmm. like the spread. But Kent State is not good. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they tend to give up a lot of points. And I think UCF can score a lot of points. So I'm going to take them to cover that. Not happy about it, but I'm doing it. If it weren't for Akron, I think Kent State would be one of the worst teams in all of FBS. Yeah. Coming Didn't up they this lose year. Their coach to Colorado. Yeah. Their right. head coach went to go be an offensive coordinator for Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. They everybody hit the portal. They return, I think, 
two starters on offense and maybe one or two starters on defense. Okay. Because they scored like 25 points or something against Georgia, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. gave Georgia hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were good last year. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was the head coach. He's yeah. gone. And everybody that played what for is him, it? Sean gone. Francis or something like that? Yeah, uh Sean like Lewis. Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis. Lewis. Um, yeah, so he's gone. Kent State is going to be atrocious. So I'm taking UCF easy. And I'm going to take UCF as well because John Rice Plumley plays the piano. <laughs> but thinking of home Central Florida. So that wraps up the Central our- Florida Golden Knights. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Golden Flashes. The Golden Knights play. Oh the my Golden goodness. Flashes. They're, they're actually just are the Knights now. You can't uh, say that either. Uh, it's got to be the UCF Knights and not the Central Florida Golden Knights because if you say that, they'll get upset. Oh, good um, lo- loser has to loser has to drop the golden from their mascot. So, um, but that is our pick segment presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Yes. Uh, we, we thank you. We thank you, With Justin. The pickle picks. The pickle picks. So that's our first pick segment, Michael. Specs. I hope. You can hang with – I hope we can all hang with Becky on our picks. But um, if you missed it, uh, she had the Pumpkin Spice Brigade going down. Mm-hmm. Um, she what – else, what, else, what was the other one? Uh, uh, the, the Angry the Skippy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. The, she had nothing. The ukuleles. The, 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 ma- the mass holes. The mass, the mass holes. holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Hawaii ukuleles. Dude, Which, for whatever reason, um, there was a guy I worked with named Tom McAuliffe, and that's when I learned that phrase and what it meant. And every time I hear that, I think of him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. I'm with yeah. you on that. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he had a little bit of that in him, when he, especially when he drove. But, yeah, um, yeah so Becky coming out, of the gates, coming out of the gates hot. I love it. Mm. I love it. So <laughs> – that's going to do it for us here at SEC After Dark. We hope you enjoy your week zero action. We hope if you played along with your picks, we hope you do well. We hope you go to betonline.ag or wherever you place your bets. Uh, make it betonline.ag. Uh, we hope you place your bets, you enjoy a nice Cajun dill pickle, and you put on your dead soxy socks. I think I covered it all. So yeah, we got We got all the sponsors. All the sponsors. All, all of them. So for Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, Jake Thomas, I am Corey Burton, representing also shout out to the voice of God, Becky Willis, and our also our associate producer, Cassidy Thomas. Congrats mm-hmm. to the Thomas family on Thank having you. on baby girl your, Thomas uh, coming in the world. Coming soon, baby girl Thomas. Thank you. I won't reveal the name to the to the to the people yet, but mm-hmm. um, unless I'll let you do that. But uh, baby girl Thomas coming soon. Coming soon to an Alabama town near you. Mm-hmm. But we are SEC After Dark, presented by Dead Soxy, BetOnline.eg, and Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. So until next week, we will see you back here, better than ever, ready for week one action. And you know the drill. Go dogs. Go balls. Toddy, Toddy. Anchor down.
picks. Oh, picks, yes. Picks. Let's get to what Michael Specks from, has been waiting the, for. Yeah, from the Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles presenting <laughs> week zero picks. Presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Did I get that title right? Yeah, I think I'm so. Gonna, I'm probably going to screw that up a couple times. Do not uh, say what I'm thinking. Justin's going to get us the stuff, and we're going to proudly display them during picks because picks is, you know, I might be jealous. uh, I might be, I don't know, biased about it, but I think it is our best segment. Oh, it is definitely our best segment. Mm -hmm. It's fun, too. Mm -hmm. It is is a lot of fun. So let's kick. We got all the sponsors now, by the way. We're, we're, get, we're getting there. We got three so far. We're we're, we're getting mm-hmm. there. We're we're moving <laughs> on up like the Jeffersons. All right. So shall we get into picks. our <laughs> picks? All right. So here's how. Here's in case you are new to us. Here's how the picks work. We start. Uh, we go in order and we shift the order every week. So Steve, you'll go first, followed by me, Jeb, Jake, and Becky. And the next week, I'll go first. Let, and let's flip Steve that and let last. Becky go first this week. Yeah. Okay, we'll go reverse order then. So mm-hmm. Becky, Jake, Jeb, myself, and then Steve, you'll go last. Does that sound good to everybody? Yes, and feel free to play along in yeah. the chat. Yes, play along in the chat. Uh, you can test yourself against us, which if you tested yourself against me at the tail end of last season, probably wasn't difficult to beat me because I, I came limping in. So, however, we kick this thing off, Becky. In Dublin, Ireland, you have Navy versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame is 20 and a half point favorites across the pond. Becky. What's up, guys? It's nice to be back finally. Hello, Becky. Yeah. Yay. I feel like it's a little bit of cheating making me go first because y'all are just going to copy my picks since we all know uh, they're going to be correct. Hence so, they the Alabama of picks. Why, why, why would I not copy them? <laughs> Well, anybody that's foolish enough to pick the Pumpkin Spice Brigade over the midshipmen are crazy pants. We're going Navy all day, every day. Pumpkin Spice Brigade? That's so good. Okay, how do we get there? Tell me you don't look at Notre Dame and just think everybody on that campus is lined up for the next Pumpkin Spice whatever they're putting out this fall. You just 100% Notre Dame. You've just been watching Rudy too much and seeing those scenes where he's walking through campus in the fall. So I guess you got that on my... It's the Pumpkin Spice. That's so good. God, I love it. So you're picking Navy. Navy, all day, every day. Navy plus 20 and a half. Jake. I'm actually going Navy as well. I don't know much about Navy. I just know that their offense is always tricky to. They got a new uh, offense corner. Yeah, to, well, they're always tricky to 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 stop. They still do the triple option crap, and yeah. and all that. So, and they will run a lot of time off the clock with the, with the time clock, the game clock moving. Uh, so they may run eight nine minutes off if they if they keep moving the ball. So. I don't see how Notre Dame gets that 20 and a half. So I'm picking Navy. Yep. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm going to agree. I'm, I'm sticking with Navy too, just because of the same deal. I just think Navy is one of those teams that Notre Dame's not used to dealing with. And I mm-hmm. I know with Tennessee, you guys had that same problem with, with teams like that. And when we're just not used to that triple option, it makes it hard to actually mm-hmm. contain it. Navy, I think Notre Dame will win probably by at least 14 points. But right. I just feel like maybe cover that spread just enough. It'll be like fourteen to seventeen point spread, just enough just to break some people's hearts. Nah, guys, I, I, even I would, twenty will win it. So I would so love the pumpkin spice brigade to 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 just go right down uh, like they did against Marshall last year. But I just don't think that happens. I don't know how. I don't know 
if you guys know how bad Navy is right now. Navy is Navy, I think, finished dead last in the American a year ago. They don't return much. They got a new offensive coordinator, which it's the same system, but like when you new look head at coach, the, right? Yeah, new head coach as well. Um, mm-hmm. so when when but when you look in that system and the variations, it might as well be a brand new offense. Um so they're learning a new way of doing things. Uh, this will be the first time they haven't had Ken Niamatololo in probably one and a half or two decades. So I'm picking Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to get up on them quick. They're going to stay up on them, and there's not a whole lot Navy's going to be able to do about it. I hope, some, I hope some Navy SEALs don't come to your house and not go. And I agree with Corey there. They, they will probably um, say, I agree, even though we're badasses, our football team is just not there yet. I, I do think it's hilarious that the fight in Irish is going to Ireland to where that is probably a racist statement um, to do that. Like, yeah. Extremely derogatory. And that's a bad like honor. Dublin. Right there, yeah, about? that's... Yeah, I, I do think Notre Dame is going to so win by each other. three touchdowns. I think Sam Hartman at quarterback is going to be a little bit too much for that's, the Navy yeah, midshipmen. Yeah, that's just I don't know. Navy I'm might be jet-lagged. And for the Navy, that's just a normal Tuesday, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> Travel all over the world. They, they don't care. They, they, swam, they swam to the game. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, Becky. The minors of the University of Texas, El Paso, are, are one-and-a-half-point favorites at Jacksonville State. And I believe Jacksonville State's making their FBS debut. Becky. All right. So UTEP is predicted to win by one and a half. Is that the That is right. They are the favored by a, Yeah. So it's pretty much a pick 'em. Well, fun fact I learned today that Jacksonville State is not in Florida. So <laughs> apparently they're in Alabama school. Yep. They're in Alabama. Um, they're they're Eastern yeah. Alabama. No, nah, they got no. We're just gonna go UTEP. <laughs> all right <laughs> brevity they're actually in eastern alabama instead of west georgia so okay got it yeah yeah, yeah. we claimed them not auburn so <laughs> yeah nice. so uh yeah i'm picking jasper state you got to stick uh, with the home team and uh you know they're they're going to they're going to struggle a little bit but i mean this is a toss-up it, you know and i don't know much about utep i know they've had some good years and had some bad years, but you know, I feel like Jasper State making their debut, they're going to be up and ready to show that hey, we belong in FBS. So I feel like you know, I feel like they can squeak out a win, maybe by like a field goal. Okay, Jeb. Uh, yeah, with this one, I mean, UTEP's not just they've never been like great school, they're they're okay, kind of down the middle of the road. I don't know that much about Jacksonville State with this being their their first year up here in FBS. I'm, I'm excited to see it, I want to see how they do, but. Uh, I decided to go with Jacksonville State. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Line, I mean, here's the thing: Jacksonville State it, it was a was a really strong FCS program. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and the history states that strong FCS programs usually do pretty well in their jump to FBS. James Madison uh, is is the latest example. Coastal. Like, Apple, like Coastal Appalachian mm-hmm. State. Have all been good uh, since they made jump since they made their jumps. Georgia Southern has been pretty good since they made their jump. They had a slight rough patch, but they but they're they're relatively pretty good. Uh, Georgia State has been bowling since they uh, since they made the jump. Yeah. So there's been history of these of these strong FCS programs 
making a, a successful first jump. I don't think UTEP is that good. So I think Jacksonville State at home is going to win this game. And there, and we also had former Jacksonville State slash former Georgia quarterback Christian LeMay on our show uh, back in the spring. So nice. Go Gamecocks. <laughs> to me, U- UTEP is known for two things. That whenever I think of UTEP, I think of two things. And first of all, it's Tim Hardaway and the UTEP two step. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that from the killer crossover? Yeah. Nice. And um, also Mike Price coached there. And coming to Alabama, that that could be extremely um, relevant. Um, I do think Jacksonville State in their first game in FBS is going to be able to pull it out. I think Rich Rod, who is the coach at Jacksonville State, Mm -hmm. he has his particular type athletes that like to run the football that cause a little bit of trouble running the ball. So I think – I think they'll be able to actually make make enough plays and take this pick them and turn it around on them. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. We got we got a minor and and uh, and three gamecocks. By, by the way, real quick, did y'all say what Joey said in the chat? We're gonna be the pickle pickers. Pickle yeah. pickers. That was like that reminded me when I was like thirteen. Uh, sounds it sounds dirty. All right. So uh, uh, we might our next game. Oh. <laughs> our our mm-hmm. next game, UMass at New Mexico State. New Mexico State is six and a half point favorites at home. That game is on ESPN. Becky. Instant classic, right? The mass holes versus the cacti, I'm assuming they are. They're the Aggies. <laughs> oh, of, obviously. Of course. Um, I'm going mass holes. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> the the mass holes versus the Walter Whites. I'm going with New Mexico State. Um, I am doing a friend. I've still got the old NCAA 13 game. I've been playing it a lot. Sort of dynasty, <laughs> but in that dynasty, UTEP or not UTEP, but UMass has only won like 10 games, and I'm like 10 or six years into my. My dynasty, so they're not a good team. I don't think they've improved much. So, so New Mexico State, game. yeah. So New Mexico State all day. Jeb, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. UMass <laughs> has just been terrible recently. So I, I think they might have won what one game last year. I, <laughs> right. I, I, I can't really pick them anything now. New Mexico State started off horribly. I, they kind of finished mm-hmm. stronger. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna hope they ride that finish into a new season, and I'm gonna take them those points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is gonna be a good game between two. Pretty bad teams. I don't know how bad or how good New Mexico State's going to be. I know New how Mexico bad State UMass went to a bowl is. Last year, they I know how, but I know how bad strong, UMass but... is. Mm-hmm. I know how bad UMass is. So for that reason and that reason alone, give me the Aggies minus six and a half. Yeah, and it's crazy to think of the fact that the Aggies are a six-point favorite over Air. Honestly, <laughs> um, but they're 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 that against UMass. So I'm going with New Mexico State. Jerry Kill, yeah. the um the coach, uh he, he's doing good things in New Mexico. And by the way, fun fact, UTEP and New Mexico State are like 60 miles from each other playing in week zero oh, against cool. different teams. Oh nice. <laughs> of course. Nice. Yeah. UTEP's traveling though. It'd be it'd be be a hell of a yeah. thing if they were hosting both of them. So speaking of hosting, uh in that part of the country, San Diego State. Two and a half point favorites at home as they host the Bobcats of Ohio. Wow. That game will be played on FS1. 
got nothing for this. Ohio is just about as milk toast as you can possibly get. So uh, I'm going to go with San Diego State. The Aztecs. All right, Jake. Becky, I agree with you. Uh, Aztecs are really, really good, strong football team. Uh, so I, I just don't don't see how they lose this game uh, against Ohio. So I'm I'm picking San Diego State. Jeb. Yeah, I I just and I don't know that much about either team. I just go with San Diego San Diego State as being a better team because it's in a better conference and they do pretty well in that conference. Ohio's not bad, but I couldn't really tell you enough about it to tell you I really think a win with it being this close of a line. I'm just gonna go with uh, San Diego State to to win that outright. Guys, Ohio is one of the favorites to win the MAC conference. So um, Ooh, valedictorian in summer school. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> San Diego State. Well, they're both they're both G five. So, I mean, we're we're they did well last year. We're not impressed by anything. So, yeah, Yeah. Ohio is a strong G five team. They are. are. So I'll take them and the plus two and a half to uh, to not only cover, but they're going to win this thing outright. Give me the Bobcats. Nice. I'm going with San Diego State um, for whatever reason. I don't know. I do like Snapdragon Stadium, the new stadium in San Diego, and that's going to be the home yeah. of the new MLS team whenever it gets done as well. It, it's pretty nice. It's not quite Jack Murphy Stadium and the Marshall Falk age of San Diego State. But, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Um, they, they play pretty well, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Aztecs in that game. The fighting <laughs> Rashad Pennies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our next game, a game that I'm probably going to be attending. I'm going to be sitting uh-huh. amongst the rubble. Uh, Hawaii comes <laughs> yeah. to town, comes to Nashville to play Vandy. Vandy is 17 and a half point favorites. How they're uh, that big of favorites over anybody is beyond me. Poor Hawaii. How, however, <laughs> yeah, exactly. However, Becky, who do you have? I honestly can't believe there's a scenario where I'm going to say this, but the Commodores, they're going to just smash the ukuleles and make them sorry. <laughs> Probably about twenty-four points. Becky, it's I, I knew it was going to be hard to top the the pumpkin spice brigade, but that's good. That was, that was pretty good. Wait, yeah. are you are you saying that they're not the ukuleles? They are the ukuleles. <laughs> okay, okay. That's I'm, not, I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you came out so strong with the pumpkin spice brigade that that you you set the bar high for yourself. They do look like a group of people that would be in line for the nearest next pumpkin pumpkin spice thing. Yeah, I mean, Becky nailed that. Mm-hmm. She did. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that either. I'm yeah. not saying she did nail it. I'm saying she came out hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she started strong, Jake. Yeah. I am picking, and if you saw our pits, anchor down, Jeb. Mm. <laughs> Jeb, we know who you're picking. Uh, yeah, well, Vandy, look, in the SEC, they're not going to do well. Be a outside the SEC, Oh, uh, come Homer. on. Hawaii's terrible. Uh, they're just, I think they, they probably Hawaii, would like, beat Tennessee by 10 points. Yeah, shut up. 14. <laughs> they may only <laughs> score 10 points, but they nah. still win 10 to nothing. Yeah, no, Tennessee's not going to score less than 25 in any game this season. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Outside of Georgia. Is, is Anthony Richardson Jr. the quarterback? Yeah. What the? Joe Milton has been amazing this, this offseason. Hey, did he you hear just... he can throw a tennis ball 90 yards? Yeah. Hey, Was there a receiver on the roof? Oh, okay. yeah. He has not thrown yeah. an interception the entire camp. 
Not How bad is your defense then? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> have they, have That's they not the point. <laughs> are they only doing We're routes on, on the air? wrong part? Stop focusing on that part. <laughs> are they only doing routes on air? Yeah. I didn't say anybody caught the ball. I'm just saying it was a, nobody no, could get to it at all. So. Joe Milton yeah. does not like throwing passes in Naval right. Stadium. Right. This uh, is a proven fact. Uh, <laughs> he's the only one who didn't want to throw anything that night. Yeah. I think it's Vandy. I mean, it's just why he's pitiful. They're, they're just pitiful. I mean, I and and I'm a big AJ AJ Swan fan. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think Vandy's going to do some good things, uh, and that's going to start this week against Hawaii. Yeah, I think Will Shepard's going to play in the league. They do need to find a running back. I do think that um, Vandy is going to have no problem um, beating Hawaii um, by more than 17 and a half points. This could be like a 55 to 10 type game. Although Last Vandy. Year was- um, year they need to be careful not to wander into um, the construction zones whenever you score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't really. trip up. Look, don't don't get there. to me. If you get to me over in the rubble, you're, uh, you've are you gone too far. So, Corey, you're going to be one of the 40 fans there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be able to pick you out on yeah. TV. Me and Matt yeah. Perkins will be fan number 39 and 40. There you go. The question so, is, will, will Vanderbilt sell out a game this year? Yes. <laughs> yes, because that's not going to take much. <laughs> yeah. It's twenty eight thousand people. Oh, get and there's no that. Tennessee. There's no Ole Miss. Yeah, there is Georgia. I don't think is Georgia in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll sell that out. There is Georgia. They will sell that out. That's only yeah. what a couple hours. Yeah, absolutely will. Might not be enough. Uh, very many Vandy fans there, but yeah. Well, we didn't say who they were. Who the people were going to root for? I thought for. they. We I thought they out. were going to sell out homecoming because that's just a grudge match. This is a chance for Vandy <laughs> to have the all time series against the Auburn Tigers in yes. their favor. Yes. Steve, you're, you're really working on Auburn fans hating you. You're doing a good job, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. It is. Our next game, San Jose State. The Fighting Spartans. They're the Spartans, right? Yes. So. Mm-hmm. All right. San, San Jose State travels down the road to L.A. to take on USC. The real Nobody's USC. Nobody's going to see it. Fight on. Um <laughs> USC, <laughs> 30 and a half point favorites. That is Becky. a stupid spread. <sighs> 30 and a half points. Uh, Trojans are going to be like angry skipping back into the locker room. They're not winning this one. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You're picturing it, aren't you? Me yeah. Spartans? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, 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 sorry. Right. sorry. I love it. Uh, I think uh, Caleb Williams probably scored 30, 30 points in the first quarter against San Jose State. I mean, he is the probably, yeah. I mean, he's future Heisman. He's probably Heisman hopeful. He's probably going to win the Heisman this year. They have a Again. good season. They, yeah, they need to so. score 59 points, though, because that defense at USC is Charmin extra soft. They brought that with them from Oklahoma. Yeah, it <laughs> is. And San Jose State. It's not really saying much, but I mean, they had a chance to beat Auburn last year, which they're again, didn't say much. So they're they're sporty. Yeah, so but I just USC is too talented offensively, and San Jose State's defense is not that great. So I think Heather Williams just trashes them all all game. All right, yeah, I uh, Jeb, I'm on something. No, no, I'm I'm going with USC. I don't like the size of the spread, but USC is just going to be good this year. And I that's my other problem. I really like San Jose State too as a team. I think they're going to be solid. So that makes me like that's the reason I hesitate, but 
But USC, I, I just think their offense is going to put up some big numbers against teams like San Jose State. So I'm going to go with them. Yeah, I feel like USC has this weird chip on their shoulder where they're like, we're going to the Big Ten. We got to show out. And yeah. Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. We got to show out. And I think that's why they're going to just run it up on poor San Jose State. Um, so I, 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 this is a stupid spread. If it was any other team, I probably wouldn't pick it. But yeah. uh, this is, I'm, I'm taking the Trojans here. Yeah, this game is a um, tree falling in the woods type situation because it's on the Pac-12 network, and who knows how to see that. So, did it? Is this game actually going to happen, or are they just going to make up some score at the end of it? Right. Uh, I mean, nobody's going to know what happens. Either way, though, I think USC is probably going to score enough to cover that thirty-point line. Thirty and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, our next game, FIU, the Panthers. At Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech at home is 11-point favorites. That game is on CBS Sports Network. Becky. Okay, so what I'm hearing from this is like the, what, fancy frat boys versus the crawl daddies, I'm guessing. (laughs) And my money is always going to be on the crawl daddies out in the mud, handling business. Fancy frat boys. (laughs) I don't know if there's fancy frat boys at at FIU. I think they're like. They're in Miami, maybe. Yeah, because you know the further south you go, all in pastels, yeah, little khaki short shorts. They're fancy frat boys, and the crawl daddy's gonna whoop them. (laughs) Crawl daddies, crawl daddies. All right, Jake. Uh, So I actually did a little bit of research on this game. I don't know why it just caught my eye. So uh, one fun, couple fun facts I found about this game. Uh, FIU won in overtime last year against La Tech. I know it's at home. But they did win in overtime, and this year, La Tech's uh, their their number one uh, running back is out for this game. So he averaged 155, or he had 155 yards and two touchdowns in that game last year against FIU. So without a rushing attack, you know, it's going going to be hard to, you know, to to get a lot of touchdowns. I feel like in this game, uh, it kind of favors FIU. And they already have the win over them last year in overtime. So, and that was, I think it was like a, like a seven point, maybe been a three point game. But so, I mean, these games are really, really close. So, eleven points is the big spread in this game. Jeb, and actually, I kind of felt the same way. I felt like because neither of these teams are very good, but I felt like they were kind of evenly matched. So, I just, I think I was picking on the spread and just went with FIU to cover the spread. Yeah, I think when you look at Mike McIntyre, he's in his second year. Um, he's been a really good coach. He he did he did pretty good at, at uh, Colorado. I think some of I think his overall record um, doesn't really reflect um, how good of a coach he is because he's been in some really rough situations. Um, FIU was probably <laughs> one of the roughest situations he took over for. Um, Louisiana Tech's not that good either. Uh, so the Crawl Daddies and the Panthers aren't good. So. Um, my rule of thumb is if both teams are bad and you got a double digit line, take the dog. So I'm taking the dog here, FIU. I think I think Louisiana Tech wins it, but they don't cover. So give me the points. I like I like um Sonny Cumbie. I like what Louisiana Tech is building. That program is kind of growing. So we'll be able to see maybe if they they have a quarterback that can run their system. Trey Harris was there. He transferred to Ole Miss. How did they replace him? I do think that they will be able to win because FIU is the poorest FBS school in the country. Uh, really? It, you, yeah, you would not think that. It, it feels yeah. like it would be a hoity-toity type school, but it is the poorest FBS school in the country. 
Yeah, I, I remember uh, watching the video. It's been several years ago, but I remember seeing. I think uh, La Tech was playing Mississippi State, and La Tech like had like an eighty-yard fumble that pushed them all the way back, and it's like they were they goal. were they were third and goal from the from <laughs> yeah. the minus seven. Yeah, so, I've seen that. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, the minus seven. That was hilarious. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> And they just kept kicking it down the field. It was pretty funny. And Steve, you, you, you it's really surprising that Ole Miss got a, a transfer quarterback. I would have never guessed that. So, what? What? our last game. Hmm. Yeah, sarcasm. Uh, our last game, Kent State traveling to Steve, your, you and Becky and Jeb's neck of the woods, Orlando, uh, to take on UCF. UCF is 35 point favorites. 35 points. That's silly. It's my understanding, too, that Kent State doesn't even have a mascot, which I think is kind of sad and it bums me out. So I think flashes. Sure, Corey. That sounds super reasonable. Um, So I'm going to throw my support behind Kent State. They're going to surprise UCF and they're going to lose by less than 14. Okay. The golden flashes. Yeah. Do not call them Central Florida. (laughs) <laughs> don't do it are we allowed to call central florida by a nickname anymore or do we have to just say the university of central florida i think you have to yeah. refer to them as national champion 2017 national champion central florida golden mm-hmm. university of central florida golden knights yeah <laughs> sure. basically the world of game of thrones is more real than that national championship right <laughs> exactly so jake how do you see this game uh, I think UCF is, is going to win big. Uh, Nick Saban is not coaching Kent State anymore, so that, that's a big negative was on he, them. Was he, was he ever yeah. coaching Kent State? Yeah, he was at Kent State. He might have played there, but anyway. He played there. He didn't ever coach yeah, there. Coach Toledo. Sta- yeah, Nick Saban is not coming through that door. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, and and then they had that coach, uh, old Malzahn, who the Gus Bus, apparently the wheels are, are on down here at Central Florida or UCF, my bad. So yeah, you do not yeah. do not yeah. do that. You yeah. did. Yeah. You just they, lost his t- ten yeah, listeners. That, yeah. They will fight <laughs> you over that. So, By the way, John Rice Plumley yeah. plays for Central Florida. Oh, right. did it again. Yes. Um, <laughs> he plays the piano. <laughs> all right. So UCF all day. UCF. Okay. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. No, I agree. This is another one where I I just don't like the spread. But Kent State is not good. So, uh, and they tend to give up a lot of points. And I think UCF can score a lot of points. So I'm going to take them to cover that. Not happy about it, but I'm doing it. If it weren't for Akron, I think Kent State would be one of the worst teams in all of FBS. Yeah. Coming Didn't up they this lose year, their coach to Colorado. Yeah, their like, head coach went to go be an offensive coordinator for Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. They. Everybody hit the portal. They return, I think, two starters on offense and maybe one or two starters on defense. Because mm-hmm. they scored like 25 points or something against Georgia, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. gave Georgia hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were good last year. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was the head coach. He's yeah. gone. And everybody that played What for is him, it, Sean gone. Francis or something like that? Yeah, uh, Sean, like Lewis. Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis. Um, yeah, so he's gone. Kent State is going to be – atrocious so i'm taking ucf easy and i'm going to take ucf as well because john rice Plumley plays the piano <laughs> but thank you to call him central florida so that wraps up the central our- florida golden knights 
<laughs> I thought the Golden Flashes. The Golden Knights play. Oh the my Golden goodness! They they actually just are the Knights now. You can't uh, say that either. Uh, it's got to be the UCF Knights and not the Central Florida Golden Knights because if you say that, they'll get upset. Oh, good. Uh, lo- loser has to loser has to drop the Golden from their mascot. So, um, but that is our pick segment presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. Yes. Uh, we, we thank you. We thank you, With Justin. The pickle picks. The pickle picks. So that's our first pick segment. Michael, specs. I hope you can hang with. I hope we can all hang with Becky on our picks. But um, if you missed it, uh, she had the pumpkin spice brigade going down. Mm-hmm. Um, she. <laughs> what, else, what, else, what was the other one? Uh, uh, the, the angry skippies. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 uh, yeah, no. she had nothing. The ukuleles, the, the, ukuleles. the, ma- the mass holes, the mass, the mass holes, holes. Mm-hmm. yeah, the Hawaii ukuleles. Dude, Becky, for whatever reason, um, there was a guy I worked with named Tom McAuliffe, and that's when I learned that phrase and what it meant. And every time I hear that, I think of him now. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. <laughs> I'm with yeah. you on that because <laughs> <Right. laughs> he had a little bit of that in him when he, especially when he drove, but yeah. um, yeah, so. Becky coming out of the gates, coming out of the gates hot. I love it. Mm. I love it. So that's going to do it for us here at SEC After Dark. We hope you enjoy your week zero action. We hope if you played along with your picks, we hope you do well. We hope you go to betonline.ag or wherever you place your bets. Uh, make it betonline.ag. Uh, we hope you place your bets. You enjoy a nice Cajun dill pickle and you put on your dead soxy socks. I think I covered it all. So yeah, we got we got all the sponsors, all the sponsors, all of, all of them. So for Stephen Willis, Jeb Beecham, Jake Thomas, I am Corey Burton, representing. Also, shout out to the voice of God, Becky Willis, and our also our associate producer, Casty Thomas. Congrats mm-hmm. to the Thomas family on Thank having you. on baby girl your, Thomas up, coming in the world coming soon. Baby girl Thomas. Thank you. I won't reveal the name to the to the to the people yet, but mm-hmm. um, unless I'll let you do that, but. Uh, baby girl Thomas coming soon, coming soon to an Alabama town near you. Mm-hmm. But we are SEC After Dark presented by Dead Soxy, BetOnline.eg, and Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. So until next week, we will see you back here better than ever, ready for week one action. And you know the drill go, dogs. Go, balls. Anchor down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.